Welcome back to the Be Unexpected podcast. And today we have with us former University of Nebraska-Omaha and Drake University point guard, Io Akinwole. How are we doing, man? Man, I'm good, Jake. I'm pretty I'm, I'm pretty good, man. I appreciate that introduction, man. <laughs> yeah, man. So um, Io played at UNO when I was there as student manager. And then after um, that, he used his COVID year to go to Drake. But before that, Io, you want to share a bit, a little bit about growing up, where you from what kind of stirred your passion for basketball and what kind of led you up to today yeah um so like you said you know we met uh freshman year of college um at UNO um and then right before that I was at Papillion La Vista High School for four years um played under coach Moore and uh played with my good buddy Ed Chain we went to the Mm. state championship um you know unfortunately we lost but um, you know, I was I've been in the I was in the Omaha area since my middle school years. Um, before that, I was moving around. Um, my mom and my stepdad were in the military, Air Force, so we moved um, from state to state. You know, every three years, that's kind of how they do it. Um, lived in a few different places, man. You know, some some places people wouldn't even believe that I actually lived there. Um, and then, but yeah, so I, I think I just picked up basketball when I was real young. Uh, maybe four or five years old, my mom put me in a small little league. And ever since then, you know, uh, even though I'm kind of short, you know, I just been kind of trying to put, put my all into it. And, um, you know, I feel like I have a pretty decent gift with it. So, you know, I'm just trying to continue it, continue it on, man. Sweet. So like when you were growing up, who's your favorite, like NBA player or player you looked up to? Definitely Dwayne Wade. Um, back when he was killing it in Miami. Um, I was actually a fan before LeBron came to Miami, you know, but Mm -hmm. that just made it, that just made it even better once he came (laughs) back in the day. When you were um, younger, leading into high school, you guys had a pretty good high school at Papillion, right? You guys just make it to state every year? Um, we made it two out of my four years. Okay. Freshman year we were terrible, uh, and then my sophomore year we were good, but we just it, the state was pretty good. You know they had um, Kyrie Thomas, mm-hmm. Justin Patton, um, they had some really good talent across the metro. Malik Kaluchuwecki, mm-hmm. Mitch Han, Mitch Han, Trayshawn Thurman. You know they had they had really good. Yeah. Um, my sophomore year they had really good talent around the metro, so we didn't make it. But my my junior and senior year we made it. And then nice. talk about your so in a pavilion. Talk about the recruiting uh, process with obviously UNO and probably I'm assuming Coach Eberhart and whoever was recruiting you. But then obviously there's other schools recruiting mm-hmm. you. To, talk about that. Yeah, so it was definitely Coach Eberhart. That was that was my guy, man. He mm-hmm. he uh, brought me into UNO. You know, calling me, hitting me up, sending me uh, letters and stuff like that. You know, there was a few other schools that were in the mix, maybe like South Dakota State, South Dakota. Um, Wright State, Milwaukee. Those were just smaller schools that were hitting me up. They never officially offered me. Um, so the only offer I had coming out of high school was um, Darren Hanson, Coach Everhart, and UNO. And, you know, I think it was just the perfect fit. I met some of my best friends to this day. Um, even though we haven't talked in a while, Burnside, you know, I, I respect you a lot, man. Like a lot of the things that you used to do for us back in the day. I don't know if you remember KJ, um, 
you know, uh, Zach Jackson, Zach Thornhill, Matt Powell, all them guys, Mitch Hahn, like I said earlier, you know, those are some of my best friends to this day. So uh, going to UNO was probably the best decision of my life, even though that was really my only offer. I'm glad that, that that's how it shake, shook out. So, like, how does the recruiting work? Like, you played AAU ball, right, in the summertime? So yeah. do all these coaches come and, like, watch your games, and can they come up and talk to you or talk to your coach? Yeah, so, yeah, like, uh, what they call it is live periods where the co- college coaches can come to the gym uh, the AAU tournament and sit like directly on the sideline, basically like their parents. And, mm-hmm. you know, they got all their papers and stuff and they're just watching specific guys. So uh, back then, you know, it was a little less hectic as it is now, but, you know, they the coaches were still able to come out and, you know, just check you out. And, you know, there's specific times during the summer and the spring when they can contact you. You know, there's a lot of deep rules into it, you know, you would think I know them all now as a GA for Drake, but, you know, it's still a little fishy with everything. You know, there's a, there's a lot of rules about it. Um, but, yeah, so they can hit up you. They can hit up your coach um, at any time, and um, it just kind of goes from there. Uh, you know, back for me specifically, I think they were hitting up Coach Moore, um, Papio's head coach, and Thomas Lichty was my AAU coach. So it just yeah. – Went from there, and then once I got old enough for them to contact me, they contacted me, and uh, the rest was history. You, you shared earlier your AAU and you played with Ed Chain at Papio Bowl. Who were some other guys on your AAU team? Was it Team Nebraska, or do you guys go through Iowa or Kansas? Yeah, yeah, no, I hear, I hear you, man. That's a good question. So, I started off on Team Nebraska, which was a big organization, man. Pretty much mm-hmm. all the guys that you know have played at the next level from Nebraska have played with that organization, Team Nebraska. Mm-hmm. But what had happened when I think we were in sixth or seventh grade, you know, there was just some disagreements about things. So our uh, our coach decided to open up his own team called Omaha Elite. And um, some of the guys I played with on that team were Agwoka Rope. He just made a long run in March Madness with San Diego State. Uh, Isaiah, Isaiah Poor Bear Chandler, he played for Wichita State. Um, uh, my boy Aguirre, he played out at Fresno State. My guy Marcus Wilson, he um, he plays pro now. He played at Lehigh. Uh, played with a guy named Logan Strom. He had offers in football and basketball. He was a hell of an athlete. Um, and, you know, I played with a few other football guys. Zion Williamson. He, he uh, oh no, Zion Williams. Sorry, Williamson's the famous. I was like, guy. dang. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Playing football at Troy. But yeah, so no, we had we had some talent, man. We had some really good players and I think that helped uh, elevate my game every day going against them and stuff. So it's a great question, bro. Wow. So like going through all that, what was the environment like when you made the state tournament? Like it's a different kind of thing. Like I mean everyone comes out for the state tournament. I mean, that's kinda like your goal as a Middle school kid, like, I'm going to win state tournament. And were you guys pretty good, or did you face a lot of adversity through those two years you made state (laughs) tournament? That's a good question. So my first time we went to the state tournament uh, was my junior year. We had a really good team. You know, we were just kind of young. We ended up losing to (laughs) Omaha South. They were really good that year. Um, They had had some guys, and they ended up winning the championship. So then my senior year, we played in the – 
we played in state again. Uh, first round, we played Miller South. You know, it was a close battle at our game, nine points, whatever. Um, my second my second game, we played against Carney. Now, that's my favorite game I've ever played in my, in my life. Um, you know, their coach was talking crap to me, to our players, you know, and uh, their their guys were feisty. You know, they, they fought. Those dudes from Kearney were, were tough, man. But, you know, we got them out of there. And then we uh, moved on to Norfolk in the championship. And, yeah, that was when the nerves really hit, man. Like, once you got to that championship game, the seat, every seat was pretty much filled up. You're in Pinnacle Bank Arena. It was definitely a little nerve-wracking. And um, Ed, one of our better players, he ended up getting hurt. He twisted his ankle in the game semifinals. So, um, you know, I, I, I like to look at that and be like, that's the reason we lost. But, you know, you don't want to you don't want to uh, blame it on nothing specific. But, yeah, it was, it was, it was a good time. So growing up, like back to growing up, when you were moving around all that, Mm-hmm. Did was was that kind of cool as a younger kid, like moving around, checking out new places, or was it like, gosh, we're moving again, or what was that going definitely, through your head when you were moving? Bro, definitely the second one. I hated it, you know, because mm. I was leaving all my my good friends, you know, wherever I was at, I was leaving them. And, you know, as a young kid, you're just nervous. You're like, man, I I'm not gonna meet anybody else, you know, even though it's the easiest thing when you're a kid. But I definitely, I, I used to hate it, man, like leaving all of my friends behind and having to go meet new ones, you know, because those first couple of days at the new school, those were rough. You know, you're sitting at the lunch table by yourself because you don't know nobody yet. Or you're sitting with the other mm-hmm. new kids and you make friends with them. But usually your hobbies and your passions don't really align. You're just the new kid at school. So you just share that that commonality. But so, like, I, I just think it, it definitely helped me, though, man, like, um, I ended up getting my degrees in communications. And I think like even going all the way back to that, like just being able to communicate with new people and introduce myself and do all that, I think that's, I think it's helped me o- overall, man, yeah. you know, starting in new places and things like that. So like, you know, you said communicating, but would you say basketball kind of helped you through that time of moving through different places? Because everybody wants to be friends with the guy that's really good at basketball. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, that is a fact, man. And, and yeah. I definitely say when I moved to Nebraska in middle school, I definitely felt that. You know, I was new, but people didn't really care because, you know, I was playing sports, football, basketball, whatever it was. And it was easy to make friends, like you just said, man. Good. That's a good That's a good call, Wyatt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone wants to play with the or be with the good, it's like good athletes, right? Yeah, if you're not good, like uh, I don't know about the new yeah. kid, but if you're good, it's like the <laughs> like new kid's awesome. It. <laughs> yeah, it's like come over to my house, <laughs> right? Yeah. So going um, into college at UNO, uh, share some of your experiences, your memories there. A um, couple of really good teams there, mm-hmm. um, and people that impacted you along that journey leading up to yeah. Drake. So, you know, I get there to my freshman year. You know, we had a, a really talented team. Um, we just kind of didn't put things together, man. It was, it, I don't know what, what was wrong with us, but, you know, I think we ba- battled a few injuries and things like that. So our freshman year wasn't the greatest, but, you know, we had a good core coming back. And our sophomore year, or my sophomore year, I believe Burnside, would that have been your senior year? So, yeah. I was two years, so that was my senior year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh we came back ready, man, and you know, we had a good staff, good support staff, and 
we went all the way to the championship of the Summit League tournament, ended up losing to North Dakota State, even though, you know, we, I don't, I think we beat them both times that year. It was just, yeah. you know, it was the worst. It's hard to beat a team three times. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we were that close to going to the dance, man. Um, but, you know, that year, even though we, we fell a little short, as people might say, you know, we didn't fall short um, with each other. I think, you know, that brought us all closer. You know, we built some different friendships, some great friendships through that. Um, like I said, a lot of those guys I mentioned earlier were on that team. My junior year, we, you know, we kind of rebooted. We had to pick up some new guys. Um, <clears throat> still good players. You know, I just think the team didn't really mesh as good as we, we needed it to be. We ended up being uh, like right at 500, 16 and 16 that season. And then my senior year at uh, UNO, you know, it was just kind of, it went downhill, man. I think we ended up only winning five games out of 30, mm-hmm. five and 25. Um, you know, as, as, as selfish as this might sound, you know, I still was able to get my points off. <laughs> so, you know, I, I did, I had a pretty good year that year, but you know, obviously mm-hmm. we didn't, it didn't translate to anything winning wise. And, um, you know, after that, I, I, ended, I ended up putting my name in the portal and that was the COVID year. That, that was the same year as COVID. So. What they did, they gave everybody another year with COVID. And then mm. uh, I decided to leave and go to Drake. You know, I was kind of upset, though. I missed NIL by, like, one year, man. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. been cashing out now, man. I don't know if you guys yeah. know about that. So, yeah, yeah. dude. What's I it like think... when you go in the portal? So do you just – do you go to, like, compliance? you know, say, hey, put me in the portal. And then, like, do you have coaches hitting you up? Or how's yeah. what's it like? Yeah. Oh man, now that, so you know how you, you asked me earlier about my high school recruiting and I told you it was just yeah. one, I had one look, one offer. But when I went into the portal after UNO, that was kind of like my recruiting process, man. I, I, I whittled it down. I probably had, you know, 20 to 30 schools reaching out and it was really, it was really cool, man. And it was hard to make a decision. Um, ended up going with Drake because, you know, they are a pretty high level program. The, the year before they just went to the tournament. Uh, it was still only two hours from Omaha. My grandma was living in Omaha at the time, you know, so I was just like, you know, I still kind of want to be able to get back to her. Uh, so, you know, overall, I think it was a great decision. You know, we ended up going to the dance this past year. So, uh, you know, and I met a lot of great people. But, yeah, being in the portal is pretty hectic, man, especially if you you got a little bit of stock or whatever. You know, I'm not trying to toot my own horn at all, guys. But, like, it you know, the coaches, they're, they're relentless at it because they're trying to get their teams figured out. And, um, you know, they were, it was definitely a pretty good process. I just remember maybe an hour or two after Georgia Southern was the first team that hit me up once I had entered the portal from UNO. And a lot of people were shocked that I entered the portal. But um, I just felt like, you know, after four years at UNO, I just mm-hmm. wanted to kind of see something else. So it was yeah. pretty mm-hmm. interesting, man. I, I, it, was yeah. a, it was a great experience. So, like, you were a team captain on UNL, right? Yes, what sir. did you What did you learn about, like, just being a leader mm. uh, as a player that helped you now in the coaching field? Mm. Yeah, man. I would say, like, you got to come uh, every day ready to work. Obviously, everybody kind of knows that. But also, you got to um, set the example for the rest of your teammates and uh, everybody that's on the team, especially the young guys, you know, and by that, you know, getting the, getting the practice early, leaving late and even like little things like grabbing the extra bags, you know, that, you know, people want to kind of defer to the walk-ons or 
to the young freshman. You know, if you if you're at the top, one of the older guys, and you just grab a bag, it kind of just shows you know your uh, your willingness and your unselfishness to just help out with the team. Um, so I like it, it's something simple, but I think just doing little things, little acts, little acts of um, just I don't even know what the word is. Just just being humble, really, you know, mm-hmm. like no matter who you are, even what you've done, you know, just being able to relate to everybody on the team. Did you probably learn a lot about leading like in your senior year when you guys weren't as good? Yeah. And it's like, well, I guess I can't be down like I'm the captain. So I got to push exactly. these guys. There was they, you know, every day, you know, you know, we were coming up short. And I'm just like, man, what do we got to do to try to flip this thing around? Um you know, we ended up only winning five games, man. I think three or four of them were D1, you know, so like one or two of them were non-D1. So we had a really tough mm-hmm. season that year. But I definitely learned so much just kind of how to, like, carry yourself and how to be confident. You have to stay confident regardless of what you guys are doing on the mm-hmm. court, man. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys make the tournament at Drake? Or how did your season turn out? Yeah, so my when – you- my, when I was playing, we lost to Loyola in the championship of the NBC uh, title. Uh, so that one hurt. But then this past year, when I was as as a GA working with the coaching staff, we yeah, uh, yeah. We, we won. We beat Bradley in the um, in the NBC championship, and we ended up playing Miami first round. Miami uh, managed the final four. Yeah, but yeah. We had them on the ropes, man. But they, you know, they just have some guys over there, some dudes. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Along this whole journey, who were a few people that really stuck out to you? It's like, wow, they had a pivotal impact on not just my basketball career, but like on life and just how to how to do life. Yeah, like looking back on it, that's a great question. Um, definitely, Coach Eberhardt. You know, mm-hmm. things have kind of went a little different route with me and him, just because of you know this me leaving and stuff like that. And now he's over at South Dakota, but. You know, it looks like he's doing great. He helped me out a lot. You know, he was probably one of the first people to believe in me uh, with basketball. But also, I don't know if you remember, you remember Lindsay Ekarekwu? She was mm-hmm. the academic advisor. Yeah, Lindsay was really cool, too. She yeah. she helped me with all my classes and everything, man. She just kept kept us all on track, really. Yeah. Um. So she was great. Uh, Mike Martin, he was the team chaplain back back uh back when I was there. I'm not sure if he's still doing it, but him and his family were always welcoming and they had open arms to everybody, man. So they were great. And uh trying to think, man. If I could think of some more, I'll let you know. Yeah. But yeah. there's a, been a lot of people, man. Mm-hmm. Pretty much everybody that I've encountered has helped me in some way. So yeah. um, those are just three that I could just think of straight off the top of my head. So today you've been coaching, like what are your dreams for the future? that you want to accomplish yeah man so like i i'm kind of dabbled i dabbled into the coaching life and you know i, I obviously love basketball and you know i, I want to kind of stick around this sport as long as i can um so you know in the future you know i you know if, if everything played out the way i wanted to play out you know i want to go try to play overseas for a few years man you know get a good just experience over there you know see how it goes um, you know, obviously it's not the easiest route, but, you know, I have a lot of friends that, that do it. And, you know, I just want to kind of see how it is. Um, you know, I work on my game still. And then in the future, you know, once the ball starts, stops bouncing, you know, I, I would love to probably get back into coaching, um, using, 
what I did here at Drake as a GA, you know, kind of on my resume. Um, you know, cause I, you know, it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff you got to learn, um, like how to operate the video software that most colleges use, you know, how to look at all these advanced statistics and things like that, how to make graphics off of Canva, you know, it's, it's good traits that you learn. Um, so yeah, yeah that would probably be, those would probably be my two immediate goals. Um, and then, you know, after that, just kind of see what, see what happens. But, you know, regardless if, if any, if everything goes wrong, man, and you know, I, I can't end up playing and I don't end up coaching, I'll probably use my communications degree that I got from UNO um, and maybe try to work in the back offices of a sports team, you know, like yeah. a, like a, uh, let me think what, what, what it would be like a communications uh, yeah. intern or something, you know, like, you know, some, some, some like that. Yeah. Nice. That'd be a really cool experience. And especially yeah. being with the at GA, I'm sure there's more than just recruiting and coaching all of, like you said, with, so with Canva and just all this like software detail stuff that you got to stay up to just exactly. the way that the game is going now. You got to stay up to it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So uh, real quick, your Heat playing the Celtics, they going to pull it out or what? They gonna... <laughs> you know, I, I don't know, man. That's going to be a good, that's going to be a great series. I've, I've been asking people, you know, a lot of people are picking the Celtics. I don't, I think Jimmy Butler, did you guys hear what Jimmy Butler said last season? They're kind of bringing it back this year. Mm. He, no, said, what he said, so last year, I think it was Celtics heat as well in the mm. Eastern Conference Finals. And they, they ended up losing in seven games or whatever the heat did. And Jimmy Butler on the press conference, he said that um, we'll be back next year, and and this year we'll ha- and next year we'll have our full our full roster. So, mm-hmm. you know, him saying that, bro, he's one of the guys out there that yeah. I, I don't want to go against. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm a Celtics fan, so I'm hoping the Celtics pull it out. But I don't, Jimmy Butler, dude, he's he's crazy good. Like he put that 56 points against the Bucks. I mean. And his story is just like crazy how he grew up. So he just like mm-hmm. is a warrior, dude. Yeah, he's a It's gonna be interesting to see yeah. him versus Tatum. It'll be interesting, man. It will be. What's your For prediction? Sure. What's your prediction? Uh, I'm hoping Celtics like in six or seven. See? But uh, I don't know, dude. Like they scared me against the Sixers. Luckily, right. the Sixers just choked and shot themselves in the foot. You know that really helped. But I mean, and Tatum. Is good, but it's like he's kind of streaky. Yes. He like we almost lost. He played terrible, and then the fourth quarter came in Game Six, and he did great. And it's like Fleshed okay, it mm-hmm. I guess, yeah, it's just like crazy. He said, "What do you think, Jake?" Yeah, so I would love to say the Heat are gonna win, but I just think the Celtics are. I just think they're better. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm hoping for the Heat. Probably gonna be the Celtics though. Yeah. You know, it looks like the team to beat those Denver. They, they just look good. like the complete team, dude. Like, they look good. I don't yeah. know. They yeah. they just seem like they don't have any weaknesses. Yeah. So. They look great, man. We'll see. I hope LeBron gets by him, though, but we'll see. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. I would love a Celtics-Lakers final. So that would be <laughs> pretty dope. America. So. Well, hey, Io, thanks for joining us today and sharing your story leading up to UNO, to Drake, and to what's going on now. We really do appreciate it. and impact you've made on my life and also just so many other people from the i remember the young little kids coming to uno pre-games and, and shooting hoops with you guys to just everything we appreciate it yeah man. thanks hey i appreciate you man i appreciate you guys for getting me on the pod man this this is awesome hopefully one day you know if, if i ever get a pod or if 
you guys ever want, you know, to get some, get me back on here, man, please do. And I, you know, I, I, I love this type of stuff, man. And I think I might even start a podcast myself. So if yeah. I get one, I'm going to get y'all on, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure, dude. Man.